Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to all of you, more of you. This is Sarah Lynn, your podcast host and flow state coach, transitioning high achieving entrepreneurs into new earth leaders. In this podcast, we'll be diving into all things flow state, body leadership, connection, healing, entrepreneurship, and so much more juicy, deep lived experience. I invite you in this space to really bring all of you more of your fully expressed self, fully accepting and belonging in this space. I want all of you. I want more of you. And take this adventure with me into what I have discovered to be the key to living the most magical, deep, juicy, fulfilling, rich life and work while also being the greatest, highest service to this world and the collective. So I want you to sit back, relax, enjoy, and without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, hello, everyone. I'm so excited for this episode because I have Julia in front of me and what I love is how open people are when I meet them. And I feel like you, Julia, like when I met you, because we met, what, two, was it a week and a half ago? Yeah, it was right around that time. It was like a week and a half ago, which is so wild. But, you know, of course, a lot of you guys know that I meet a lot of my guests at a static dance. So this is no surprise that I guess we kind of met at a static dance. We were both at a static dance. We left. We went to the cafe across the street. And I think we just started chatting in line. Yeah, we did. We totally just started chatting in line and hit it off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then we kind of like went to a table and had this like group form and had a really good conversation. And I was like, wow, like me and Julia are going to have such like a natural flow of conversation. And you know, those people you just fucking resonate with. Like there's you chat with them, you feel their energy and you're like, yeah, like we're we're going to get along, even if you have like one conversation at lunch. And I really felt that with you. And I felt like, yeah, we just had some things in common, even just like with little pieces of like we both been to Bali and, you know, now you're in Costa Rica, which is something that, you know, we'll dive into chatting about. But I'm just excited. I'm excited to see what comes through because I actually have no idea what this conversation will fully hold. We have like a few little sprinkles we talked about before, you know, we we dropped in. And we also had Loki a whole podcast episode before we even did this. I'm like, we should have had the freaking mic going. I know, right? <laughs> like, but, but we needed to catch up. So we had a little catch up before. Maybe some of that will like come into this conversation. Because honestly, I'm like, damn, like this is actually a really good conversation Truly. we're having right now. So yes. I think we've had so much overlap in our paths. And I'm sure we could just, as we're talking, find out we have even more in common than we already have and yeah yeah, this is so beautiful I've been really excited to come on here and just see where this conversation goes and I love that it's spontaneous yeah amazing well thanks for being here and I will share with them or you can even share a little bit like one common thread we did have on top of like a million other common threads we had is that you are living in Austin right now technically and I lived there four years ago which I didn't even tell you this the fucking wildest thing is I looked on my Instagram and you know how they give you like the the archive of like four years ago this or four years ago I left Austin Texas to go abroad to go to Bali which both of us I know lived in and this was the day that I got on that flight and the one way after quitting my corporate job, which I know both of us also quit corporate jobs. Wow. And then we're podcasting literally on today with, with the area I left, but then both of us are actually here in Costa Rica right now. And I know you're only visiting and traveling, but I feel like the synchronicities of that it's were pretty so wild. wild. Yeah, it is so, wild. It's like yeah. we're drawn to the same places for a reason. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you want to just like share a little bit. I know, you know, you chatted about some of the things you want to talk about, but like you now being on this travel in Costa Rica and kind of where you're at and what you're about and we can kind of just dive in from there, so. Yeah, absolutely. So just to introduce a little bit about myself, I'm yeah. Julia. I'm a holistic nutritionist. I focus on women's um, hormonal health and gut health and I've also, Austin's been my home base, but I've very much been nomadic the past couple of years. And yeah, yeah, I was just talking with Sarah a little bit earlier that Costa Rica happened really spontaneously. And mm. a lot of my lessons, I think for 2024, um, have been so far to really just fully be able to surrender. And the more that I try to control things on my own and not surrender, the so much harder things get just all around um yeah trying to yeah trying to put so much effort into things that I know our creator like has already like planned for me even more effortlessly and beautifully and Mm. so I think yeah really my first lesson in that and like just seeing like a prayer get answered was Costa Rica and this trip happening because I was telling all my friends that the word Costa Rica kept popping to my mind. I had never been Like, just randomly. You didn't have, like, anything come into your field. It was just, like, Costa Rica, Costa Rica. Yes, it was in my head. And then eventually I did run into people who were like, I'm just returning from Costa Rica. I'm about to go. And they were Mm -hmm. just telling me the most magical things. Um, Mm -hmm. But I was doing nothing to plan a trip there or really look into it. And Mm -hmm. I told all my friends, I have a feeling I'm going to be there soon. But... I know it would be like very hard for me at this time in my life to try and make that happen. Yeah. And so, yeah, I ended up a couple days um, before the new year came in, I ended up getting Mm. a call um, from one of my friends who actually works for one of my favorite comedians. And they told me um, that he can no longer go out to Costa Rica with his wife and that um, they need someone to help um, with their son while she's out here so she could spend time with her friends. And they said, your trip will be, like, paid for. And, yeah, just everything with my accommodation and my flight. Like, and the whole trip was planned. Like, I didn't have to figure out how to get a rental car or any of the little details. Like, I could yeah. just truly mm-hmm. just enjoy myself. And, um, obviously, I said yes very quickly to that because I love kids. I love the tropical places. I love all the things. And so mm-hmm. um, it ended up turning a lot longer into a week trip, which I know is a very common thing in Costa Rica. People will come and they're like here for a month and a half then. I mean, right. Even you, you're like, I just extended my flight, by the way. Yes. So yeah. one week turned into a month. I ended up extending mm. and I've traveled all around Costa Rica. Um, it's been really incredible to see the different parts. And it's mm. like I couldn't even pick a favorite because they all on their way have been so special. And the people I've met along the way are just incredible like yeah. and the conversations we've had like yeah. it's just those things that are meant to be and like now mm-hmm. I can imagine life if I hadn't like done the ship and met the people I had oh my gosh I love that and I think there's there's a few pieces I want to touch on with that one is the surrender piece because I feel so many of us can relate to this right all of us within this type of path or just in general like to live our fullest life which I know is kind of a topic and something you're really passionate about and I'm really passionate about that we'll dive more into we, we need to surrender. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and like what that actually means. I don't know how your journey was with that, but it sounds like you really got to a place where you had full allowance, like you knew and also how amazingly insane our bodies are to know way greater than us, right? Because you were like, I have a feeling I'm going to be there soon. You didn't have any planning. You had nothing in your field. You didn't have like circumstantial things that that was going to happen yet when you did surrender, which obviously you did because you had everything covered and taken care of to get you here. It's like, obviously you're meant to be here. Yes. Like, and it came effortlessly, Truly. which has been something that I told you, like, yeah, that my surrender games really gotten to of like, no, this stuff gets to come effortlessly because when you are in that full surrender and really let, you know, God take the wheel or however you want to mm-hmm. say it, it, like, look at how that pieced together for you. And it's just, I'm curious on the surrender piece, like what got you to the place or like what kind of transformed for you to get to this place where like literally you had a whole trip covered to Costa Rica. You've been here a month. I know like you, you know, you've quit your corporate job. You've obviously had big transitions in your life, which I'm sure a lot of the listeners do too. But what, what do you think supported you in really getting to this place? Cause I know surrender is like a big thing for you right yes. now. Yeah. Oh, that's such a great question. And actually mm. the first thing that comes to mind that helped me to surrender is actually through multiple failures. I mm. feel like mm-hmm. multiple failures and hardship or what I would have thought was maybe a failure, but actually mm-hmm. ended up being a really big blessing. And so, yeah, the end of 2023, which is really interesting because actually a lot of the people I've talked to said Mm. they really felt like they were going through it when I would ask them how they were doing. And I'm sure astrologically or all the things, you know, (laughs) could answer a lot of why that was happening. But yeah, just everyone I knew was saying that they were just going through like back to back trials and like, thank goodness this year is over, like Mm -hmm. every aspect of their life was just all around really difficult and Mm -hmm. it was the same thing for me and something I noticed so um one of the things for me was multiple job scenarios that I was really excited about and hoping for um, yeah didn't end up working out and it was oftentimes like I'd make it to like the final round of the interview and Mm -hmm. like I'd really feel like it was like for me and it was like really like opposite of my corporate job like things that I was actually very passionate about and so um yeah I a lot of like just yeah asking like why God like you know I'm Mm. doing all the things I'm want to be a part of something like really impactful and like in the line of work I'm doing in all these roles where yeah and I realized it's because um I'm meant to have a lot of freedom like in this season of life and so for example this last minute opportunity that came Uh about three days before new year's i would have been able to say yes to that if i had a commitment or job lined up at the point of that so yeah that made me realize okay like none of this would have happened if i had ended up getting those and so it's one of those things where you can reflect Mm -hmm. and like okay, in the moment I couldn't understand, but I'm actually so grateful I went through a hard time because it's led, I do, I truly do believe our trials turn into our blessings. And so, um, yeah, and I've noticed with myself, I really do um, have the most growth when I'm out of my comfort zone. So Mm -hmm. even at the end of 2023, like, yeah, multiple things, hardships I was talking about, and then I ended up getting into a car accident and, no longer had a car um this is an awesome yeah so I'm like everything was like 
then more difficult to get around and just like little things um, on top of everything else. And so I was like, mm-hmm. one of my friends said to me, she's like, well, maybe, what if you're meant to be in a place right now where you don't need a car? How wild. Isn't that wild? That was a week before this. Um, wow. Yeah, Costa Rica trip ended up happening. So yeah, I have to wonder like if everything was comfortable and, and going well for me in Austin, whether this would have yeah even happened. And so... Yeah, that piece of it, and I also think just um, being like radically honest with myself because mm. I think mm-hmm. quitting your corporate job is like the most freeing and exciting thing ever. How long ago did you quit your corporate job? A year and a half. Okay. And I will say at the same time, and I think a lot of us could relate to this, is that yeah. I was not prepared in any way for entrepreneurship. I had never done it before and I was always used to working under structure Mm -hmm. and so I really realized that I think it's so important for us to talk about like going through hardships with transitions like that because I personally would see like Instagram ads of like people in the coaching world and things like that who said oh how I went from like zero to six figures overnight and then you it's like no one really, I think people are feel more comfortable sometimes talking about, um, and I know this for myself yep. personally, mm-hmm. I won't speak for others, but um, talking about the trials after they've gotten to a really good place. And yep. I think it's so more important the for moment. us to be like, actually, I'm <laughs> really going through it right now, and it's been really tough. And so, yeah, I think I had this kind of um, feeling like, okay, I know what I'm really passionate about. I had gone through chronic illness, and mm. through that I like learned so much about like healing the body and the mind, and yeah. for me, I was only thinking about pouring all my energy into that and wanting to spend time with clients and not thinking right. about all the business and marketing and aspects that can come with it. And so I think for me it was just learning so much through all of that mm. and also just acknowledging it's okay if your um, strengths may be different than others. I think mm-hmm. living in Austin, there's a really big community of entrepreneurs. And so yeah. I think um, it can really be tempting to compare yourself to like people who really um, have that like masculine, assertive, entrepreneurial energy in them to yep. just um, yeah make their business ideas mm-hmm. happen. And so... I think for me, just, like, acknowledging, like, you know, whatever phase of life you're in, it's okay, like, if you Mm. need for a little bit to work under someone else as a coach or nutritionist, or then when you're in a place where you are really excited about focusing on, like, maybe Mm -hmm. the more marketing, like, I want to do this thing on my own. Yep. Yeah, and just being open to things, Mm. yeah, I think is really important, and yeah, I've I've come to a place where I'm really, yeah, really content with that. Yeah, I love that. And then there's so many pieces of, like, nuggets and gold for them to kind of, like, soak in. And I'm so passionate. Like, I love hearing you say it, too. I am really passionate about, like, the present moment, what is real. And I feel like I really, I mean, I'm sure my listeners know this, too. I really try to bring that to the table, too, because I feel like it's like, hey, yes like on the other side beautiful and I share that too because it's like wow look and especially even with your chronic illness of course I don't know tons and maybe we go into that rabbit hole but 
I mean, sitting looking at this Julia right now in front of me and just like you were sharing little bits and pieces, I'm sure that's like a whole different version of you in some way. And like you've gone to, it's like sharing that to show people what's possible. But then it's also just being like, hey, like I always say, let's bring in the humanness because I feel like there's sometimes this facade, and I'm not saying with all entrepreneurs, like obviously why me and you resonate so much with each other, like the vulnerability piece is really big for me. And it's also like sharing present moment. It doesn't need to mean like, hey, I'm on the other side. Like even right now in my healing journey, I I've, I haven't sh- like I I've been sharing bits and pieces, but I've been going through my own process where I really had to take the back seat actually in my entrepreneur journey. I'm still serving clients and things, but I really had to like take a back seat to do my own work because my my journey, just like you were saying, like we can't compare to other people's. Exactly. Maybe some people stay with the same thing forever, but my soul, our, like you said in the beginning too, our souls already have this path formed for us and my soul was making it very obvious this last year I was going through many challenges as well myself and I shared very presently to those and it was vulnerable it was like an edge because you know in Bali it was like a very different phase in my business and life and it was like woo this and it's like sometimes we're in grief and the challenge and the struggle and sometimes we're in the rise and the expansion and then sometimes with even in that like we're human there's going to be mixed things it's like hello we're fucking human like this is normal and I think yeah just like going back to that piece it's just it's surrendering to the phase that you're in surrendering to the moments but also trusting like you said I love how you tied that in with like the quote-unquote failures but actually it's not it's it's trials and it's teachings and it's bringing you to a deeper embodiment and it's also bringing you where you need to go and sometimes it's not going to be like the trip comes in for Costa Rica for you immediately it's like no like spirit's going to make things pretty obvious because you know you're going with a set of like oh okay I think this and we don't know the greatest plan but you know you're trying you're putting your fingers in you're like oh I'm really passionate about this maybe I do this here and then this happens to the car and it's like okay, where am I being led? And we don't always have that fucking answer. And I think I just want to shine light on that. We don't always need to have that answer right here and then. Like, that's not our job. It's mm-hmm. it's giving that over to God, giving that's it over to spirit, true. whatever you resonate with. And it's like, that's where that beautiful piece in where it's like, hey, you know, all these things happen, but the blessing is look where you are now. But like you said, if you would have taken the job or done the other thing or so many pieces, it this wouldn't be present. You wouldn't be sitting right here and look at how much you received from even this yeah. trip yet alone in the month and who knows what's going to come up. And I think that's another piece you said you were going to share Absolutely. into of like the unknown. Yes. And I think I really love what you said about like giving it to God because mm. I think this past year has really been a learning thing with me because I think prior to that I when problems would arise mm-hmm. I I got so excited about self-development and all things related to it that I'm like okay let me work on myself more let me do more inner work and like mm. it's almost like I was in this cycle of like trying to heal and fix things and I just came to a realization um and I actually attended a church service in Austin which was mm. I hadn't been to church in a really long time and yeah yeah um, it's interesting now because I see a lot of the like conscious and spiritual crowd at this church in particular because it seems uh-huh. to really like resonate with people mm. but it was just like one of the most beautiful messages about surrender I had heard in a long time and oh really gosh. being able to give it back to God and I mm. kind of it's almost like I had forgotten like oh I don't have to have this like burden on myself like I have a God that like really deeply loves me like unconditionally and like I don't mm. have to 
um, rely on myself mm. or like try to figure all the and that's not to say I still think self-development and doing that is all important and of course um, yeah but yeah it's been like you said give knowing that we can give it to God I think can be a very freeing thing yeah yeah and it's knowing that like you said we don't need to have that burden and I think you know, sometimes we forget, right? Because when we're in the struggle, and I'm speaking from my own scenario, obviously, my own experiences, sometimes it's like, why? Why is this hot? You know, and then it's like really coming back to it's like genuinely the knowing, not just like the fun little conceptual phrase of like everything's happening for you. And sometimes we don't know in the time, and that's where that surrender piece comes in. Exactly. But it's also like, I love that you, like, you know, we all hear these messages in different ways. Like, you heard it in church. Do you remember the exact phrase or, like, what you heard that kind of, like, landed with you? It was really interesting because it's been a while, but I think that the pastor was hmm. talking about, what did he say? He's very familiar. He actually does a lot of sermons on, like, actually, like, he's very familiar with New Age and, like, mm-hmm. um plant medicine and things like that, which I don't feel like a ton of pastors out there really are. I think it must be an Austin thing. So yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he, he like shared a lot of his thoughts and all of those things. And Mm. I think, yeah, he really, he gave some really good examples with him and his family of Mm. when he tried to do life fully on his own, I think. And, um, just the teachings, like, I think what I love about it is he went really back to like the teachings of Jesus in a way that's very like applicable to life. Like, right. and there are people who come to this church who like, like one of my friends like grew up Buddhist and like she comes because she just wow. loves it. And so I need to check it out when I'm like, in Austin. Yes, next. you should. I mean, like Austin people have been in my freaking field. So I'm yes. like, I'll be there at some point. It's called probably. Red Rocks. I highly recommend it. Yeah. People, it's very welcoming. Um, and I think it's actually that church has been healing for a lot of people who may not have had a good experience in church growing up or experienced yep. religion in a more dogmatic way because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it's important to, for me and mm-hmm. others, like, if for us to really be able to remember that, like, the church isn't a representation of who God is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I think that those two can be, like, confused a lot. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was really incredible and I think a lot um he talked a lot about suffering as well and Mm -hmm. um I myself have like thought about that lately and kind of like what you said about Mm -hmm. how they weren't actually failures those trials were teaching us things and even um having gone through chronic illness for several several years I realized both with like the line of work I'm in now Mm -hmm. and the traveling neither of those two would have happened if I hadn't gone through the chronic illness and I think um a lot of that is because so I was um, bedridden for a part of the chronic illness and mm. that like not even being able to like yeah just take care of your basic needs for yourself like wow. literally go anywhere how long ago is this this was when I was uh, like 22 okay and 28 now okay yeah so when you've experienced what that's like and then now to do what I'm doing now and like travel the world like I never would have thought that would be possible like that's actually like and this is where just miracles are born you know like Mm -hmm. yes like you were what bedridden a few years ago and now you're literally traveling throughout Costa Rica exactly and I think the reason I I wasn't even like someone who was that excited about travel before that like like Mm -hmm. you I grew up in the Midwest in Ohio like Mm -hmm. I didn't even really have a lot of friends that like were into traveling or anything like that and I think it really taught me that like 
we're meant to like fully experience like the beauty and adventure of life and Mm. um I definitely have quite a bit of Sagittarius in my chart so that part really came out and I realized um I think it took me like to experience a lot of sadness and grief and pain to be able to then experience like the greatest depths of joy and have so much more appreciation for the little things and just being able to do all the things I couldn't before and naturally I got really excited and I like I wanted to see all the things and I did it and um yeah and if anyone like listening to this podcast um may be curious like what the chronic illness was so yeah I was gonna ask if you're open to sharing just because I'm sure there's people that can resonate in some shape or form with when either it's a chronic illness or something like very challenging and even severe you know like being bedridden like I would even categorize like I don't like categorizing things I get very cautious about languaging around that but but that is like look you're actually living the polarity Mm -hmm. of what you were a few years ago so yeah I would love to hear I um I agree with you the language of wording I think is so powerful and I think um instead of using the term chronic illness I would use I'm like chronically healing yeah Yeah, yeah. for a while and so Mm -hmm. um yeah, just because, I mean, they've literally done studies, like, uh, on the way, like, doctors have, like, talked with their, like, patients yeah. about how, like, they <laughs> were, like, when it was reframed in a really positive way, that was very encouraging, like, they yep. ended up doing so much better than those who were, like, told, oh my gosh, you have, like, this illness. Yeah, so or, your body you know, can actually yeah. heal, because it's, like, exactly. in, a, in a state, in a mindset, like, it just, it's so important, the power of words, especially <clears throat> in these vulnerable places. So I love that. Absolutely, them. Yeah. absolutely, and I love that you called it like healing because that's essentially what is happening in it is, any it is. shape or form. Yeah, exactly. And um, our bodies are so incredibly smart and mm-hmm. like wants to heal and just really needs the tools to be able to do it. And I really learned um, that symptoms really are not to be feared. Like they are just our body's way of telling us, like, hey, there's really something to look at here. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I think yeah. for we all like when we get symptoms are like oh my gosh like how do I make this go away immediately but it's like just being like back to that fixing mentality you were talking about and I think that's where a lot of people even if it's self-development or something with healing illness whatever it may be it's like when we have that fixing mindset I always I even like correct like I had a client this week and he said something to fix I'm like hey by the way we're just going to reframe that real quick because you're not broken we don't need to actually fix anything and it can bring things to attention that we can progress on. It's like taking a very different lens when either it's a self-development path, a spiritual path, a healing path with like illness or whatever you want to, whatever avenue that resonates with at the moment, you know, and it's really looking at the most, um, and not that we we don't go into the emotions and the things, right, where everything's all shiny and happy because some of these things, yeah, it's like challenging as fuck, Mm -hmm. but it's also framing it in a way where your body can actually heal. Like you said, it's bringing attention to things that, you're not looking at it in this negative way. Absolutely. And I think, so yeah, I dealt with like an autoimmune condition. And so I think, yeah, it's such a subject that's like good to talk about because I think autoimmune conditions are like rising and just in general, women's um, hormones becoming out of balance. And like, yeah, I feel like every other friend I have now at some point struggles with their gut health or Mm -hmm. different things like that, or just maybe they're even don't have anything that severe but it's just day-to-day low energy or um, not feeling the best as what they know that they could be and so Mm -hmm. I think with that like one of the biggest learning things for me I think sometimes people 
when you're not feeling well want to do whatever it takes to heal and mm -hmm. so I think I had this idea in my head it was just going to be this huge like complicated process and I was going to need to do all these protocols and like I was just seeing everyone under like acupuncturists, naturopaths and all the things and they were all incredible and I learned all mm. so much through it but I think a lot of times we can forget how powerful like simple things can be and mm -hmm. um, I think all the biohacking stuff, all the sauna and cold plunge, that, those things are great um, but just things like sunlight and yeah just getting your feet in the sand and by the ocean and mm. um, just being I think our relationships are one of the biggest keys to healing us because 100%. honestly without my friendships being incredibly supportive I don't know what I would have done um, I think just being in their presence heals you and it's just it's a game changer I think mm. I honestly think the biggest key to longevity is like having surrounding yourself by incredibly supportive people and community and um, yeah I think that mm. it's just yeah, when it comes to both romantic relationships, family and friendships, like mm -hmm. having, it's like a catalyst to like help you yep. and even just um, feeling seen and understood in your process. Because the last thing I think when people are trying to heal, I think it's hard for them is to be this, but to be dismissed. And so, yeah. I completely agree with that. Like, obviously I haven't gone through something with like a chronic illness or something, mm -hmm. but just even in general on this type of path, like, I think that's, you know, I was telling you about even USARA and a big reason I came here was consistency and community and just seeing similar faces and walking in and just being around people that get you and that can really see you and really meet you. Like that's an evolution and that's a different, like, you know, that's like going really into intimacy of what that actually is and relationships can evolve so much. And I love that you had people, especially in your corner, of course, spirit was like supporting you in that. It's like, because that is that is medicine too it's not just like oh what are we taking what are we doing it's like also who are we surrounding ourselves with and relationships I think is like one of the most important things when it comes to our health and our happiness and all of these things and that's obviously going to impact how you're healing in whatever form it is so yeah I love that you had that and pointed that out and what I'm curious about too is I know you said autoimmune disease did it have a specific type of like name or like what was going on like I'd be curious a little bit as much as you want to go into that you feel would be relevant for the audience yeah. but just yeah like putting you kind of like in that place you were in to where you're now because it's just like that's yeah. so inspiring so I would love to share so I dealt with Hashimoto's and also endometriosis okay and so um just to give a little explanation um, for those that are curious Hashimoto's affects the thyroid mm -hmm. and then endometriosis affects um like your your periods and your cycles in a way that's yeah, okay. pretty painful and so I think um with so many women dealing with this for me mm -hmm. it was it really caused me um and we had talked a little bit about this earlier I focused a lot on the physical aspects of healing for a really long time which mm -hmm. I really think is is very necessary like I completely got down the mm -hmm. way I was needed to eat that was really intuitive into listening to what my body's needs are which I think is huge because yeah you see like different documentaries or a lot of people once they become passionate about one way of eating you yep. know tell everyone to you know eat like that and it's like what are we supposed to do in a world where the people are like vegan or paleo or keto and I think it's just so 
important um, because we're all so individual and we have unique needs to really so tune into what's going to be right for you because it's mm-hmm. not the same as others. And so that was a big piece. Um, and then also, yeah, I did do some different herbal protocols for like parasites and like heavy metal detoxing and Mm. that also was incredibly helpful but then I found myself like hitting a plateau Mm. like okay I've gotten better but there's still like reoccurring issues and like why is that and I think I knew the answer like in my heart for a while that I was putting off emotional reasons and yeah yeah, it, it eventually clicked for me that like wow this is so interconnected and like yep learning in Chinese medicine about all the Mm. ways like the different organs represent our emotions like with the liver representing anger and just like really saying how much was like held there and in our ancestral lineage it's so huge and so that was a game changer I think um nervous system regulation was Mm. something when I found out about I was like oh like this is the missing piece because without having that foundation of a of a regulated nervous system like yep. all of the other stuff can only do so much and yep. so i think um every one of us in some form has experienced trauma even if it could be in a form that felt mild to us it could be something we didn't even remember as a kid and um a lot of times even if we can like consciously think okay that's mm-hmm. like a memory and i'm good now and i'm safe now our bodies sometimes they don't know that and they're still living in this like reoccurring like fight or flight response loop and so Mm -hmm. um yeah I learned about like different like vagus nerve activations and Mm -hmm. um some really just like exciting new things this past year that Mm -hmm. really like changed that and I think can be beneficial to so many people amazing thank you for sharing that and just like sharing more into your experience because I feel like that's so important you know for us to really hear the back to the humanness of like okay yeah I was in this place but it also took you on this like beautiful discovery of now what you can serve and share and sometimes I feel like spirit was some of the most impactful paths like we all have it within us like all of us have a path that can be extremely impactful it's not that we're special unique it's like we all have our journeys but it's uh we actually have to like go through that journey then which means like we're on the other side and then we're kind of navigating and we're also developing and finding our own path like kind of how you went through yours uniquely as I'm sure like maybe other people with the illness had different things going on in a different path that they took but I love too how you also emphasized on the holistic approach of that of because no matter what it is like I'm such a huge proponent of looking at all like you know we have an energetic body a spiritual body an emotional body a physical like all of the and it really is the whole encompassed package to look at and if you want to call it package but so much roots like our bodies know back to the intuition the surrender anything like everything is going down to the somatic aspect of your body which is nervous system which is stored trauma and this I mean I can go into so many rabbit holes with this but you know even me a big chunk of this last year has been like deep healing like really deep healing and it's like woo there's like a lot like even if I don't remember where things emerge and I did have that last year where some things started emerging and I'm like okay at 30 this is what's happening and I'm you know this and it's coming up and it's like okay this is time to like do that deep inner work but it's also like you said like it's lineage ancestral like this stuff is stored in the cells of our body mm-hmm. 
when either we know it or not and when either we like it or not and physical symptoms will come up in different forms and I love I mean I don't know like I had someone else on the podcast with Chinese medicine but I, I I'm interested I don't know tons yeah but it's like it's so cool to look at how these different organs and different parts of our body are telling us different things or where emotions and things are stored because everything like emotions are our best teacher and coming from someone I'm sure you too like very empathetic very sensitive very feeling like very connected to emotions I used to like completely like gaslight myself shame myself on that but it's really like it is showing us things that we can heal deeper and that like when we can really take full radical responsibility which is like what it sounded like you did like you were exploring all the realms with it and like going into the nervous system going into healing and I know you said like that was a game changer going into the emotional component because right we can do physical and I think yeah there's foundational things and we do need to cover the other basis but it's like wow, this stuff goes much, much deeper. There's a lot to learn and there's a lot to look at within our being that it's very multifaceted, very individualized and very, um, it can be simple things like sunshine and stuff, but it, it also can be like so much deeper. I don't even want to use the word complex of like what's mm-hmm. actually going on, you know? Oh, I definitely, <laughs> yeah. There's so much I loved about the things that you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I love how passionate you are and how much of a believer you are in holistic health. And I think now more than ever in these past couple years like people Mm. who may have never been open to it before have realized that it could really be helpful for them and that's been really incredible to see and just also yeah everyone's journeys are really different I think when I initially Mm. I remember being so scared to do this I Mm. posted on social media about like my journey for the first time and it was interesting because I actually tried to hide it from people a lot during the time I was going through it other than close friends and so how long were you going through I guess like I mean I guess it's like very it's like what's the perception of like going through that because it's a journey I'm sure but yeah like how long would you say it was like five years so it was like throughout college and so yeah it was interesting when I made the post because a lot of people were just hearing about it for the first time and had like um so I it's interesting because some people they can call it invisible illness because the person may not actually look unwell but they feel really unwell but in my case I actually really did look um mm. like you could tell like yeah, yeah um I was very unwell and so I actually put like my transformation pictures and people are like oh my gosh like they really saw the change mm. and so I'm so glad I did it because I ended up getting so many messages of people who experienced similar things and we're just so curious and I think it was encouraging for people to see someone being on the other side of it yeah um because I think it people need to have hope for that and know that it's it could look very different for them mm-hmm. um how they get there but it's absolutely possible and so that's amazing yeah. and that's back to the vulnerability piece of like sharing being fully seen and with something that's like that close I mean that's something that you were living with day-to-day moment mm-hmm. to moment you know um what would you tell someone right now that's maybe experiencing something similar um that you wish you would have heard earlier on in your journey with that i wish someone would have told me to just really i think sometimes the amount of stress we feel around Mm -hmm. the actual um getting better part like and the Mm -hmm. defeat around it to just really take one day at a time just Mm -hmm. knowing like 
I think it's really important to believe mm-hmm. in what you're doing is working for you because I think a lot mm-hmm. of times, um, and I think we're taught this way, at least in Western medicine growing up, is we're used to quick fixes. And so just yep. knowing... Like, like bandage this, take this pill, do yeah. this, and then you'll be good. Exactly. It's like, oh, that's not how we work, actually. <laughs> yeah, and so I think um, when it comes to people deciding like what routes or options they want to go with or who they want to see, because mm. um, there's so many different ways you can go about it, I think it's so important to really trust like mm. who you end up choosing and what protocol you decide going with, mm. because I think that's a huge part of the healing process is like feeling really like confident that what you're doing is working. Yeah. And um, cause like, let's say even if you have this, all these amazing things you're doing for yourself, but you're like questioning it at mm. every, and like, is this really working for me? Like, okay. And then not even finishing it and like jumping onto something new. I think um, rather than doing that is just, a lot of trust um and like going back to the languaging piece like the way mm-hmm. you speak to yourself and I think that's huge um because it just it can reframe everything for yourself when you're going through a time like that I love that and that's something so important to take even like with this type of journey or really anything that's why like you can generalize this because it's the way we speak to ourselves like this impacts how we think this is the mental component then it impacts our emotions and this goes back to everything that you were saying even in the beginning so um what helped you like no like choose the type of path you were going to take or did you kind of like go like yeah like what what did that journey look like was it more from like intuition were you speaking to certain like yeah I'd just be curious of more like how you were like got to a place where you were like confident in it you know yes I'd love to talk about that so I think um that's a really good question actually so a lot of it happened for me when I moved to Austin because Mm. I had grown up grown up in Ohio mm-hmm. and there just really wasn't a lot of alternative medicine um, type of things available and so I was exploring a lot of different naturopaths in Austin because there's a lot of them mm-hmm. and there was one woman who just I immediately clicked with like mm. she is just so wise and she's older and like mm-hmm. doesn't even really like have like a website or like Kind of Hidden like maybe, yes, exactly. You hit the nail. It's Under the radar woman. Definitely. Those are the I best. felt so blessed because I'm like this woman. Like, I don't think there's a single question I've asked her where she's just like not been prepared to like fully know like what to do. Like, she's incredible. She does like homeopathics. She does like mm. muscle testing. She has like her own in-home like supplement mm. um, like type of pharmacy. And so she works with a lot of um, kids who are autistic, um, Mm. cancer patients, just everyone. So she was absolutely incredible. I attribute a lot of what I've like learned about like things like um, cellular healing. We even talked earlier about how like how important it is for our cells to like be well. And so, um, yeah, it, that was a huge piece of it. And Mm. another piece of it honestly was traveling helped me to heal um being in a different setting I always knew my body like just having like gone on vacations growing up really thrived in like tropical settings where Mm -hmm. I was getting enough sunlight every day and like um time to ground and being away from like the city really Mm -hmm. helped me um I think that just like the cities that we're in day-to-day are can be like so you know polluted and like just 
put um, a burden on the body that we weren't really like designed to be able to function well in. And so I think getting away from all of that helped my body mm. just be able to actually do what it needs to be able to do. And so, yeah, and it can look mm. different for everyone. For some people, their most healing place may be in the mountains of Colorado. Yeah. It, yeah, and so I think we all, we all have like that special place. And for me, it was truly being able to disconnect and um, not do, yeah, making the hard decisions with things like leaving my corporate job and the things I know knew resulted in burnout because yep. for the longest time I was trying to heal while working in a stressful job position. And I knew that that was like, but I was like just didn't want to let it go and so yeah those are some of my pointers I would give with what was really helpful for me I love that and something I wanted to point out too is like it of course I'm so such a huge proponent on the individualization like you said like the places might look different but I think what what I'm really hearing from you too is it comes back to like where can your body like our bodies can heal like you said, when we have the confidence and we're really like talking to ourselves in a good way and when we're mm, like, yeah, like this is working and following and like allowing our body to do it. But it's also when our bodies like the word that's just coming through is like when it's really able to just be in rest. Mm -hmm. It's like the amount of healing that can happen. And speaking from someone like a lot of this podcast is geared towards high achieving entrepreneurs. And that's like an archetype I used. You can say whatever the the entrepreneur that you know is maybe more in the masculine and wanting to like have these big visions and the doer and you know because this used to be my past self yeah and it's coming really into a place regardless of because you were in that with chronic illness and something where I've had to even deepen even more so this year is like like my body literally has had weeks when I've had like very deep healing processes happening of course in a different way but it's just like where my body can actually rest and be because that's when our nervous system and that's when we're completely out of this fight or flight which mm -hmm. I lived in majority of my life I didn't even know I was living in it at points of time and even levels I was still subtly at and it's really like letting those old programs and things shed on a deep cellular level and heal because the cells of our body, which I'm sure you can speak to too, you know, you said you kind of went into that with the naturopath. It's like, that is something that's like happening in a very deep level of our body, but our bodies need to be still. Our bodies need to feel already whole and like they can heal. Like, hey, like this is healing and healing doesn't actually doesn't mean doing yes we're doing certain things um to help us heal but it's also like really about that deep sense of being where your body can actually relax fully and let the body do its thing our bodies know how to heal like of course we need support and we take different you know do different things and can explore different paths and stuff but yeah if, like one lesson speaking to that like healing part and the rest part it's like the amount of healing that can happen on those deep cellular levels is like when your body's actually fully relaxed and you're not a like in this stressful job 24 like it's like that's going to make it a lot fucking harder to heal you know mm -hmm. and even for me like I had to take this last um part of this year and this is part of my challenge like I really after being four years of an entrepreneur I had to like pause my offering and pause what I was doing because I was being called into deeper healing and it was like okay like the surrender aspect of it now what's happened through that process of that deep surrender well a i've healed on very deep levels and it's still a process it's not like a one and done but it's insane what has happened over these last few months by completely surrendering completely letting my body be it's not like i wasn't doing anything but it, the amount of rest i've had this last year mm -hmm. the amount of trauma that is leaving my body it's insane 
like I can actually feel it. Like I, when I get that silent and still in my body, I can feel what's going on within me. And it's just like the most nourishing, peaceful stillness of letting that fully leave and do what my body needs to do. And what happened from it is now it's like birthing different service that I'm doing because I had to go through my process just like you had to go through yours. But sometimes we think we know the path or what we want to do, but it's like surrendering to that greater plan. And it's like, we're going to be in those challenging moments sometimes during that surrender when it's like, is the hardest. And then we're learning the things and we're being put in the position to move through that path. But then there is that other side and that's where that hope and inspiration comes in. But I think the one thing I wanted to cap is like that deep, rest and being wherever your body can actually do that and you said tropical areas and I resonate too because for me like being in Costa Rica like of course I came here to heal like it was so obvious like the place I was in a year ago to this Sunday which is my one year anniversary it's like insane where I was a year ago but I knew coming here it was like I need to actually go here to heal because at home it was I wasn't able to heal I had so much healing that was being called of me and it was not working there in a city being really close to family and like sending love but like I needed to actually really remove myself and you were even like oh my gosh you literally haven't left and I was like it was very intentional that it was like my body after being nomadic this for the last four years and being in a supportive area with supportive community like you said and people that really like vibrationally uplift me and I have all the like the things and events here to support that and the food and the environment and the sun and the simplicity of it Mm -hmm. and really just to be And it's like, wow, what we can do with that is like wild. So I'm just reflecting and mirroring. Like, I love how you really allowed yourself to, it takes a lot of bravery and courage to like quit the corporate job, to, to travel, to move, to let the things happen, to surrender to the process. And I mean, look at where you are now, you know? Oh, that's oh, so many incredible <laughs> things about what you just said. And the one thing that particularly stood out to me was you saying you could literally feel like the trauma leaving your body Mm -hmm. just from letting yourself be and Mm -hmm. rest for a year and I think um sometimes I think we can have this image just from societal expectations that there's only a certain time period we should rest for and Mm -hmm. then and sometimes it may look like needing it way longer than what you actually initially thought it could make it seem like what would be some may think of as lazy which it's not the case at all so crazy that our society conditions but it's a lot of unconditioning Mm. to know that that's actually the most serving thing I mean you probably you were bedridden you said for how how long was the bedridden part bedridden was for a couple months I mean the amount of rest I mean you actually didn't have a choice you know what I mean so I feel like hmm, what could you share around that like what was how did you learn to rest that how did you adapt like obviously you were kind of almost forced I want to say mm-hmm. in a way because you were bedridden but right. like what allowed you to actually come into acceptance surrender in that process when it's like un- universe literally took you and it's like you're not moving like I'm sure there's stuff that came up yes. around that to get to a place where you could actually do what you needed there to was. do to heal and I will say I wasn't like completely better but it was okay. like most of the time yeah, yeah. I was able to only do very little and so it happened right after I graduated from college and Mm -hmm. I had to choose between like delaying college or finishing on time and I just really did whatever it took at the time I thought I was doing the right thing to like finish and yeah and so I think that that period of burnout is what ended up 
doing that. And I think um, it's interesting, yeah, you saying this podcast is about high achieving entrepreneurs and I just even before a lot of what your life looked like with that like masculine role of really doing a lot. And um, I think that's a good subject to touch on because I think a lot of people can be prone to having um, these types of things arise where their body has these symptoms or, or letting them know. Um, I think is one in those like high achieving roles and um, it really causes our bodies to pump so much cortisol so a lot mm -hmm. of people may not actually feel that they're chronically fatigued because they're able to just go for long periods of time and yep. then eventually our adrenal glands do burn out um, mm -hmm. for everyone at some point yep. um, whether it's like within a few years or years and decades of doing it and so I think, yeah, there's two categories of people that I think could particularly benefit from holistic health, especially, and that's um, the doers and the high-achieving people, and as well as the what you highlighted earlier, the empaths and the sensitive people, because they've actually shown, um, I just remember reading, mm. I can't remember what book it was, but it just hit me so deeply like when I read Oh my god it. I want to know because yes, I'm such a nerd with I know, this stuff. I know. If you think of it I let me know. We'll put yes, it in show notes. I will try. Um, so it basically said if you've noticed a lot of people with autoimmune stuff are always trying to help everybody else and so they're always trying people to take care of everyone else and yeah and that ends up um, when you're an empath and trying to t you're taking on other people's things and also always trying to help it's you know a beautiful quality that at the same time that is what because autoimmune is literally the body like attacking itself and like not yeah. really knowing what to do and so um, I think those two groups of people I just talked about could immensely benefit from relaxing more and self-care and yeah, all the yeah. things one of my friends actually told me she's like she was so grateful when she became friends with me because she's like you taught me how to relax like you're the one who I feel so comfortable with. If mm. I felt like I needed to do a hike that day, we just lay in bed together and take a nap instead. Oh my God, which is so amazing. And what a compliment to get, like a genuine confident, mm. like on a soul level. Because I feel like, speaking of like the rest, like I didn't understand for majority of my life what that actually meant because I, I grew up in such chaos. Like, I mean, mm. my body was addicted to chaos and struggle. Like I had so much trauma and things. And yes, like it, it looks different iterations and everyone, like you said, has mm. trauma in some shape or form. Mm. Um, but my body, like it, it didn't understand remotely. So I actually had to like almost train and support my body to understand what deep rest meant. And that doesn't mean like you're just laying because you're, you can be thinking about a million things. You can actually be fidgeting and moving and mm -hmm. then getting up and do like, that's not rest. And right. I think the understanding of what rest actually is like a lot of society isn't actually supported mentally and all the levels physically mentally spiritually like to even really understand what that actually means and like how that can actually move us forward in ways and that our bodies are actually like it's it can be the biggest gift you give to yourself you know and it's not just like in these chronic whatever times right like this year has been a lot about the rest for me and it's it's been a deep surrender into that knowing that my body like literally is like shedding so many layers of things that it's just like oh yeah this is it you know mm -hmm. but it's also like how can we integrate that and actually to a way of being mm -hmm. and I think I think that's beautiful your friend was like oh you know there's like a, a safety with that there's a, mm -hmm. a relaxation like I feel like people can feel like when they're in your energy field probably similar to me you know it's like and not that I'm always like this I'm not perfect I'm human just like yeah. you are but it's like 
this like relaxation and safety when you're actually in more of these restful states when your body's like actually fucking resting and yeah it takes um, practice so that's something I want to say because rest in this word that I'm speaking to now and how I'm using it like it took me like 30 years of my life Mm -hmm. to really like um, get to the place that I am now and it's still a learning and a deeper surrender and deeper levels which are honestly feeling really juicy nowadays because I'm like oh my god okay now we're here you know like I just had no idea that that even actually existed because my body was in the complete opposite for so many years so I'm sure you can resonate with that to some extent too I can relate to so much of that I yeah what you said about growing up in chaos I think I can definitely relate with that and I'm sure a lot of those listening can um and I think it's so important to give ourselves grace for mm. a lot of like not knowing how to fully relax and not even realizing we weren't taught. what we're think relaxation is actually is. And, and yeah. just, I mean, even when you hear some people say, oh my gosh, I sh- so much struggle with meditation and getting distracted and just knowing like, it's okay. Like, you know, meditation does not have to look like this perfect image we have in our head of no. like we are all human, we're going to fidget a bit and like scratch yeah. our nose and sneeze and, you know, do all the, I think yeah. it can look so much more comfortable than what we actually think. And I think that also just, yeah, knowing like if for those who grew up in a chaotic um, household growing up or mm. just lifestyle and just the way that that can attract things in romantic relationships. It affects everything too. Really this does. is like if we're looking at that on like multiple we were talking about relationships and relationships and stuff too. Like this manifests in so many forms. It's actually much deeper than just the simplicity of rest is. It's like mm-hmm. actually the foundational level of really what's happening in the nervous yeah. system and with these patterns and programmings and all of it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think at the end of the day we all deep down desire peace. And so what that may like look like or play out to, I think it can look very different from mm-hmm. that, even though that's what we deeply desire is the mm-hmm. peace. But those moments, if you grew up in a chaotic household, can feel very boring. And therefore, um, yeah, yeah. we do the things subconsciously to pull back in that chaos because it's just like... Uh, it's what we know. Exactly. Our body thinks it's safe when it's actually the safety is found in the peace. So it's actually like... Mm-hmm that's a whole process that's a whole journey to allow your body to get to it but I think what's beautiful too is like it's possible I mean look I mean you're even resonant I didn't know that but like we both I mean of course we have synchronicities with this but like yeah like the amount of chaos and trauma that I endured and that's why I'm on this path and why you're on this Mm -hmm. path in ways and how it showed up in different ways in different Mm -hmm. parts of our journey Mm -hmm. um but but it really is possible um it's huge it's everything and yeah I'm not surprised just how we've clicked that we may have had similar backgrounds growing up and yeah I think it's interesting I heard um my friend used this phrase Mm. recently we were talking about dating but I think it could apply to a lot of different aspects of life Mm -hmm. um she said I think it's better to be with the person that gives you peace than butterflies Mm. and this was really interesting because it's not to say that it's a beautiful thing I think to have like that spark with a person of but course. however I think a lot of times we can confuse butterflies with anxiety yeah and yeah so, excitement and anxiety is the right. same thing in the body mm-hmm. so it's, it's similar to the butterfly thing you're saying absolutely yeah. and so I think really giving things a chance in life whether it's a romantic partner or something new or way of mm. being to be okay with being bored for a little bit if that may be different what and what you look like like let's say with a partner 
who you may have initially dismissed because you didn't feel like the first time the you met them. The cra- <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the crazy eye that your body's like, well, sometimes that is like the, tra- like the trauma bonding, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's really being discerning and really understanding yourself, but it sometimes can be like, ooh, the chaos, right? And our bodies are like, ding. But really, what actually feels good when what you're saying and allow for it, like what we're talking about is safety. Mm-hmm. And what we're talking about is, yeah, that deep sense of peace, like, I don't know, like where I'm at now in my journey, and I'd be curious for you is like, yeah, I, yeah, I even noticed like this came in friendships, romantic relationships, whatever. But like when I find and like I feel that with you, like immediately, are like I don't know, just like when we were talking and stuff, like when I feel really peaceful, and not that I don't get like wild and crazy. I mean, like we were at a static dance, being like fucking lunatics, yeah. you know, before. Like it's not like I'm this like Zen master here, you know. But, but like when I can feel genuinely, like my body feels safe and good and relaxed like oh, I actually don't think there's like a better feeling when you can have that and it's like allowing your your body to take new form to different forms of relationships that maybe your body was trained the complete opposite so that's why your body's kind of like you said like addicted or attracted to these romantic or friendships or whatever but I mean I don't know my baseline of like the people I know that are staying in my life and like we even talked about before, like that's changed for me throughout this year of friendships and things. And there's a surrender in that and a trust in that. But the things, if I can find the common thread, it's that I actually feel safe and that I actually feel my body knows it's like there's this calmness and peace where it's like, oh, yeah, like th- this is very supportive in a connection for me. And I've had it where it wasn't and it was signaling and mm-hmm. I would end up finding and I'm like oh okay yeah that makes sense why my body was feeling that way it's not gaslighting ourselves that we're crazy like wow we, we, we like this person why is my body feeling like this like no you know and then you you realize the people that you're actually feeling like that deep connection with and feel safe and relaxed it's like oh wow this is actually really good and that the other stuff was actually kind of toxic and my body was just trying to fucking communicate to mm-hmm. me you know oh my gosh all of what you just said it's like I don't know if you're familiar with the book Attached. I will drop a book name. Yeah, yeah, drop it, drop it. Yeah, so people, the, there's a lot of readers, and I feel like in yes, this crowd. The, it's quite popular, but the book Attached is really I haven't read incredible. it, but I heard it. I heard it, and I like, yes. know. It yeah. goes over the main three different attachment styles. It's mainly about dating and relationships, but I think mm-hmm. it can tell us a lot about ourselves in general with mm-hmm. how we give and receive love. And so there's the anxious attachment style, the yep. avoidant attachment style, and then the secure. Yeah. And so um, secure attachment actually does make up a large majority of our population. Mm-hmm. And so secure attachment is people who generally grew up in a way um, where their caregivers did um, give them healthy love. And because of that, yeah. when it comes to romantic partnerships, they're able to give and receive love in a really healthy way. Um, mm-hmm. They don't get overly dependent on like um, placing their worth and how a romantic partner treats them and vice versa. They also don't like pull away um, right. when things get hard. And so um, I personally have anxious attachment style. Me too. Um, yes. but, and I want to say too, and maybe you resonate with this too, like I don't even really identify completely no. with it anymore. It's because I've been healing it and not saying it doesn't come up here and there, but it's also back to the languaging piece that we mm-hmm. said where I'm like, actually like where I'm at now and I'm not saying it's perfect, but like way more on the spectrum of it because it is a spectrum, like way closer to that secure place than where I used to be, which was like crazy anxious attachment. It's not making it, 
you know ourselves wrong with it but this goes back to like how we grew up how we were raised Absolutely. Um, the trauma that and this is why the healing is so important within mm-hmm. this because it gets us to that place where oh my god that actually is not foreign anymore that can actually be the yes, new norm truly and i think it is important when reading this book or diving into the attachment styles to not um put that label or on ourselves in a way that could limit us from being able to really heal and and work through those things because whatever your background is we're all Mm. capable I think of having really healthy beautiful loving relationships I think it's more it's a really good because they give really incredible examples in the book that I think everyone can relate to at some point about just learning why we are the way we are and knowing that you know, it's so important to study the way our caregivers gave mm-hmm. us love because that does play a huge role those first seven years of life. Um, mm-hmm. It was interesting because they did some of the older, like, psychology studies um, mm-hmm. honestly believed that, like, to not give your kids too much attention, like, when they're crying, like, make them independent mm. and all of these things. And mm. then later on they realized, oh, like, the kids that were actually really given a lot of love and... Mm-hmm. Um, not expected to be independent um, mm. actually ended up having the most like secure attachment of anyone and so mm, I yeah, love that. isn't it interesting yeah. yeah yeah what I was curious about something you said too and thank you for sharing that book wise I'll probably drop that in show notes too because I love people dropping the book names and these things so they can explore even deeper um, was yeah, around the labeling part, like of like, don't get too stuck on that. And I'm curious, just even with like your autoimmune disease, did you have anything around like the labeling with that aspect of like, oh, this is what I have versus kind of when you were going through your healing journey with that of how that looked like and felt like for you? Yeah, I think um, that was a really huge part in it. I think of what actually kept me stuck in it for a while. And I think Mm a lot of that yeah identifying with like I am this way and it's gonna be and continue to be this way and mm-hmm. um I think it's natural to have those defeating yourselves because when you're not able to do as much as you usually can you're more mm-hmm. you have to be with yourself and your thoughts and so um instead of being I think naturally I am more extroverted mm-hmm. and so um mm-hmm. not having all of the parties and the social interaction and the things I love to do um yeah I really began to view myself and like kind of take on that identity in a way that um I think that's why when other people meet each other who have experienced similar health things it can be yeah in a way it's like oh I feel so much better because I'm not alone in this however at the same time it can kind of be like maybe event session of mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, we've, what we've gone through is so hard and like mm-hmm. all of these things. And so, yeah, I think for me, just knowing that like life is very special and like what we go through and face, like it really does all happen for a reason. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes we understand and sometimes we don't. And mm-hmm. so I think truly being able to come to a conclusion to myself like regardless of like what happens in the Mm. future if I get better or I don't I have to cling to even like the little joys Mm. of what feels good and it was a really amazing reminder for that um so yeah I think what really like helped me move away from that labeling aspect Mm. was 
to just really when I find myself like shifting through those thoughts of like yeah. you know those darker thoughts just really just going back to one prayer like kind of like mm. the surrendering to God aspect and just the little things I enjoyed with each day it could have been related to music it could just be doing a little craft it could be just like mm. um intentionally like setting out a half hour of time before bed to like mm-hmm. have all the myself surrounded with um all the things I like like Himalayan salt lamps and yep. you know cacao and um soothing essential oils and just mm. like all of the little things that everyone has their little like comfort yeah, yeah. things and things that are small but make such a difference in the way they feel it's so I true. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I love that piece that you really like hone in on those. And I feel like spirit in everyone's different form and way takes us to these really challenging deep moments and whatever shape that takes to actually find the deep appreciation of what gratitude actually means. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, just I went even this last year, just going through some of the things I did, like the amount of appreciation I have for things that like maybe I like I really honestly took for granted, but I was like, oh, yeah, I'm grateful. But like I wasn't actually feeling is grateful and it brings you to those things and it really has you hone in on like what actually is are those things for you so yeah I love that piece and what was the other piece I was going to share you said the the little things and what was the other part the little things and then uh the going back to God about oh this is the other question because I know you talked about in the beginning before we even went into this conversation of just like prayer being a really big part and I wanted to ask you like what does prayer mean for you and what does prayer give you because I feel like a lot of the times like I know for me like I have a very deep connection to that now but even earlier on in my spiritual path like when I would hear that I don't know it was more loose um, of an understanding but just for someone because that's like a huge part of my life and I feel like with you mentioning it like I would think that's like a big part for you as well mm-hmm. but like yeah like what is prayer to you yeah so prayer for me it can look different like sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like little th- things throughout my day either like yeah. I think growing up prayer looked like a lot more only when things get rough to ask for things from God and yep. then now it's been oh my gosh, a lot so true. more gratitude for the little things and just like thanking mm-hmm. God for the little ways I've been like helped throughout the day it could mm-hmm. be so tiny um so sometimes it just either looks for like little asks like mm-hmm. you know for a parking spot um that's yeah, yeah. gonna be with ease when I arrive somewhere or it could be the really like big um things and shifts in life mm-hmm. um and yeah I think nighttime has definitely been mm-hmm. one of my favorite times to do as well as like starting off the day because I really think that can shift things so deeply and I think incorporating way more gratitude into prayer mm. is just a game changer I think yeah it's it, like an amplifier truly yeah and so I think yeah so that's what prayer looks like when going for myself and I will say the other aspect is um being told or asked by a friend or someone else like if you're going through something and they're like can I pray over for you mm. that is like I think one of the most like beautiful things and my friend oh my gosh I love me, that so yeah, much that's beautiful told yeah and my friend um, recently told me when she entered into a partnership with someone that her boyfriend asked her can I pray over for you and she was really struggling and mm. she's 
like I've never had a man like do that for me before and it was just so incredible and we both felt like so connected to God and spirit and um yeah I think that that like personally it just feels like I believe I'm a big believer in miracles and I think yeah uh, multiple people praying towards something is always better than one. Um, yep. I don't know if you're another book drop, um, Breaking the Habit of Being You by Joe Dispenza. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 So it talks about in that book they did, it still like blows my mind to wrap It's mind blowing. Yes. Dispenza is like a genius. Whole, that could like, have been, <laughs> yes, a whole rabbit hole in itself. Um, yeah. But there's this particular subject he talks about. Um, the study that was done on people who were in the hospital and they weren't well. Mm-hmm. And it actually showed that there really is no difference between, um, or it, it showed that how prayer can be so incredibly effective based on like actual studies. Yep. So they ended up having people um, pray. It was like, how do I explain this right? Um, people pray over the people who were in these hospitals from a previous time. Mm. And the group, that um, ended up receiving or like knowing that they received the prayer mm-hmm. and did receive the prayer versus the group of wow. people that didn't actually had like way better outcomes of like healing. This is just like you can't make this stuff no. up and it's like the spiritual component and I think it goes back to that the connection to something greater like whenever there it's God source spirit mm-hmm. but I feel like prayer like what you even said too I really resonated with like the ask and also I love the shared prayer of like praying over someone and praying for someone and that energy like everything is energy and we can think of that on a very basic level but that is it's energy and intention that we're sending out to source and it kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning of like giving it over to God mm-hmm. and pre- like hey like the, and asking and putting these things into existence and it doesn't need to be like spoken it could be and it could look different right prayer doesn't need to look a certain way but it's like sending that signal out as Dispenza would say and like allowing that to be heard to something greater Mm -hmm. and it's actually it goes back to to what you're saying about really believing in that too because we can just do it to do it but if you're not really like connected and feeling that and believing that that is like that I feel like that's going to be a really big change too because this goes back to the mindset and the actual like are we just doing something because we should Mm -hmm. are we doing something just when things are bad too and which isn't bad like of course some people get into that and like can go deep get into Mm -hmm. deep spiritual practice because they're like wow like this is actually the thing holding me together right now but it's also going back to that gratitude and these asks and this connection on a, a daily basis regardless of what's going on in life and I think yeah, I wanted to emphasize on that because I love that you brought that up in the beginning of like prayer and it, like, that's something that's taken like a brand new form to me, especially even this last year of like, um, yeah, like prayer is such a huge part of my life. Like I'm praying for things randomly throughout the day. It doesn't need to need to mean like I put out a mat and I'm praying and on my knees for, you know, a, a half hour or whatever, but it can be these little things throughout the day, but it's really setting, sending those messages and things through and energy is so powerful. And I think, yeah, doing it if it's for yourself, other people, the greater good, whatever you want to call it, like it has, it's had such an impact on my life. Like prayer is like one of the most like powerful things. And I think it's beautiful to see people transform their relationship with prayer. I'm speaking from someone like from me, like I grew up Catholic and, um, you know, things looked a certain way and pray. And like, I don't know, I didn't have that connection to spirit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the time. And 
I would maybe pray. I don't know. Like, I just thought of it as, like, more of a duty or I should do this because this is a good thing to do. Um, and that that evolution of what prayer meant and how it feels and how it transforms completely took a different path for me. And there was times where I completely went out of that. And now mm-hmm. it's, like, such a part of, like, who I am and what I do. But I also think it's beautiful because I look at, like, my little nephew who, God, how old is he now? I'm a terrible aunt. No, I'm kidding. Um, he's, like, eight. And he, he prays. And it's, it's the most beautiful thing. And like I, some of my family actually like, like, Oh yeah, Lincoln's. And I'm like, I think it's the, I think starting, like, I actually can't imagine what that kid is going, how he's, cause he'll, he'll evolve with that. If he's eight years old, I remember being home a year ago and his little brother, my other nephew was sick. And I was like in the bed with one of my nephews on the other side and I look over at him and he's has his like hands together and he's like whispering and you know sending a message and I I was just like I was like Linky what are you doing he was like I'm praying for Colty Bear and I was just like like I don't know if people are realizing how special and unique that is that like this kid is literally eight years old and like like I sensed his connection already I'm like this kid's gonna be next level within the next few years of just like if he's like that committed to praying and praying for Mm -hmm. his little brother and like I was like oh what were you what were you saying he's like yeah just like sending Colty Bear like I hope he gets better and like asking for support and that and I was just like oh my gosh like I did not have that connection when I was eight years old Mm -hmm. um and I think it's beautiful I don't think my family I mean maybe they do in their own way but like understands like how you know they might be like yeah Lincoln prays because he like the dad was a little bit more um religious and kind of took that on but I was like I don't know the fact that he believes in something higher and that he can actually pray and send these messages and intentions to other people and himself at that age like that kid's already fucking plugged into source in Mm -hmm. some shape or form and I just I think it's just amazing to watch Absolutely. people how they connect with it and their evolution or maybe they start like that like I definitely did it and you know yeah. it's just oh, that is so beautiful to witness mm-hmm. a kid praying in that way like and how powerful they can be with that and yeah um there's just something really like sweet and intentional about it and I think that um when it comes to prayer and I specifically, I think, chose that word while speaking on here over um, manifestation because mm-hmm. I think that goes back to that piece we were talking about earlier with personally prayer has resonated more for me this past year because mm. um, when I was really into the whole manifestation thing, which is a whole other subject, um, <laughs> and it's great as well, it's not that yeah, I'm yeah. condoning it or anything, um, but that heal and fix cycle mm. it's kind of like manifestation felt again like a lot like it was control me versus the prayer felt like this is what i'm giving to god that's out of my control and people can even take what you just said like that's gold that sentence mm-hmm. it's looking and it's like what's in resonance mm-hmm. and different parts of your journey like that manifestation i can re- relate with that it's yeah. like more of the control let's make this happen mm-hmm. let's do it that's how i felt and the prayer is like giving that away and letting it take form and it doesn't mean you're not doing anything but I that I feel like the energetics with that completely different yes and that's actually how manifestations come to form so it's like yeah. the mind fuck of it all absolutely you know? it's so interesting and I think when I first entered the spiritual world it was like I think certain terms are like I don't want to speak for everyone for me and myself I felt like it almost became a little bit egotistical to feel the need to like use those and I felt like oh prayer using words like prayer God is more basic and I'd be worried like 
oh my gosh, if I use the word God, am I going to offend someone? Or do we always have to mm-hmm. say universe now? And it's like, just, it's been a lot of going back to like basics this past year, which is so interesting of like... Which is beautiful. It's yeah. an unconditioning process, yes, I like to say. Yes, and yeah. just like, okay, like I've really been liking the term God recently and, yep. you know, it may not be that way for everyone, but again, I think that has a lot to do with um, what the word God meant for us growing up and again, those experiences could have molded a lot for how... A hundred percent. I'm sure there's people listening to me on this podcast. I was talking about like my past Austin version of like the word, how I use the word prayer, just like, it's like, like water. Like it's, that's how I use it now. Mm We're like God and uh, you know, people that maybe are not in that realm. It's like having that open mind to that. But it's, I think what it falls down to too, it's like, what are you in resonance with at that period Mm -hmm. of time? Because I think there's a while where I was using universe all the time and now I use God and spirit more interchangeably, but it's just what I'm connected to. Mm -hmm. And I think it matters what's in resonance, what you're connected to. And it's also allowing that conditioning that, right. Cause I had a pre notion of what God was when I was younger with being Catholic and didn't feel connected actually to source or spirit. And now it's like, Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, thank you, God. Like, you know, like I'm saying these things and like, like, Oh yeah. Like praying. And it just, it's a whole different ball game iteration of what actually that meant. So it's like letting yourself take on whatever's in resonance, whatever, however you're relating to it and letting it take new form and new meaning and new ways of going about it, you know? So Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. yeah. I love that this changed for you, though, too, where you're like, prayer is just resonating right now. God's resonating. And, like, I had a big change over things, too, with that. So it's... It's really interesting. Um, yeah, I think one of the biggest things has been being, like, really humbled in that process because I think, mm-hmm. again, on the spiritual journey, it can... Preach, lead, girl. Yes, is... leading to the feeling of, like, oh, I'm going through this awakening, like... I mean, a lot of good can happen through it, but I think it's so important to, um, I think it can sometimes lead to feelings of like feeling, oh, I'm better than the, all the, the, the normies or the rest of the world who yep. are going through this. And I think, yeah, for me, it was a huge humbling process. And I think some of my friends and I went through it around the same time and, um, Spirit will make sure it happens too, I'll say. Like if you're not like in check with that and it is really putting yourself in check again and again and again. Mm -hmm. Like if this stuff is coming from ego, like spirit's going to have you shed that. It might be really fucking painful or it might be a big kick in the ass to like get you to like look because we're not on this journey on a spiritual path. The essence of it is to not go into the ego and to pet a school and to be Mm -hmm. better because this is what I'm doing and this is what it should look like it's actually the opposite of spirituality. So like you're going your ass is going to be humbled. My ass has been humbled again and again and again. And now I feel like, and not that it, that's perfect, right? Cause that could right. be coming from an ego lens of now I'm at the purest place, but it's like, Ooh, like where I used to be and where I am now. Like, it's just like more of this natural, like this is what resonates in this, what feels good for me versus this is how it should look like any of the stuff that my ego was creating from it. And sometimes we, it's, we were not even always conscious to it. And then spirit will come in hot and it's like, Ooh, girl, like, uh, uh, you know, and it's coming back to the basics of what this actually means, you know, Absolutely. like the spiritual ego thing is like, it is a thing. And it's, it's also very unappealing and it comes from wounding and it comes from trauma. And it, that's where this deeper healing comes into play too, because it's like, if we're coming from the ego, like we, we've got it all wrong. No, that it's really the opposite. And so I've come to really like listen to, mm. um, 
it's not about the actual like I think words can flow like poetry and it can like mm-hmm. be really a lot easier to sound spiritual like you're living the certain path or life but day to day how that plays out in your actions and the way you treat people and the way you show up for people because I think mm-hmm. um it's a beautiful thing like self-care and self-love mm-hmm. and all of those things but I think mm-hmm. it can sometimes be easy to go so deep on like the path about the self that we kind of forget like um people have survived thousands of years based on communities helping each other and showing up for each other. So Mm -hmm. I still think that aspect um, of giving and receiving is very important. And I think sometimes those, um, the context of like, oh, I need to be like receiving more and give it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, one year later, we're still all like, okay, I'm just going to be receiving and not like helping anyone ever. I think it's important. um, Yeah. To just, really that those things don't get like taken like way out of like what they were like initially meant to be and yeah. um yeah for everyone it looks different I think that's just like kind yeah. of personally like what I've seen in like mm-hmm. certain experiences and I think um yeah like you said spirit will humble us and I think it's so important to recognize like everyone has like their place in this world and their role that they play and no one is like better than like anyone else yeah there's not and like a lot like I said it comes down to wounding and I know because I've been through like I mean like a lot of us have you know it's Mm -hmm. it's coming down it's like what what, okay where is that coming from if that's coming from that like what's going on on a deeper level there what what's needing attention like why do we need to be like the, the self-worth the value, like where is that coming from exactly, it's like how can we be more exactly. internally resourced that this spiritual way of life and like because I do I do resonate with that I do live a very quote-unquote whatever you want to call like spiritual lifestyle and way of moving about things but it's coming from the essence of like what that actually means to me mm-hmm. on a pure level without it being categorized as better exactly. like you said and it's coming back to yeah so, I mean spirit like <laughs> I laugh because it's just like it'll humble you like things will come and you think that it's like oh we're gonna put you in check and we're gonna put you in check and Absolutely. for me spirit like comes in pretty fucking hot in those moments because it's like bitch we have been there and like you're gonna you're like what and then it'll be like something really like I'm like whoa it's, it's almost like a bitch slap I feel like from spirit oh, yeah. sometimes where I'm like okay okay and here and then and then you sink back deeper and it's always like thank you for the humbling like literally I pray your hands because I'm like thank you for re-reminding me that because this place feels so much better than maybe where I was coming from in that place in that moment of time thank you for bringing me back home to the earth of like okay like this feels much better you know so it's it's always an interesting little game we're playing it is um (laughs) yeah it was like so interesting that phrase that was really popular for a while like shifting from like the 3d to the 5d and i'm like (laughs) i'm sure some people are laughing hearing me say that i'm thinking of like the memes we were talking about earlier where like some of the people where they make fun of the spiritual communities because i laugh my ass off over them too like i can be really deep in it and embodying but like dude we gotta fucking laugh some of this shit's fucking so funny it's hilarious the 3d to the 5d yeah i know and i really can realize 
for me, more recently, it's not about like trying to transcend things or be enlightened, but mm. actually like experiencing the humanness of this life on earth. Because I'm like, I love that. I'm still trying to be here and be a human and not. Yeah, we're, we're here. <laughs> we're here for a reason. And don't get me wrong, like we can connect the source and think oh, like I'm yeah. all about that, but it's also, yeah, like we're here and now. I feel like for me, what resonates on that too is like, my path lately has been more about alchemizing, but it's so I can actually be more of who I've always meant to be from the get-go in this 3D. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, there's a lot of stuff to, to alchemize here. And it's not just putting the emphasis on that. It's like the humanness and let's be here and now. And yes, that's happening. So I can bring more of who I actually truly am mm-hmm. here in this 3D because that's where we're living, yeah, you know? I so it's like, it. I love it. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, my God. Sure so many nuggets. Have a lot of spiritual memes to send to each other. We have to, then maybe I'll put some of the Instagrams below that we laugh. We, I laugh for fucking hours on those. I think they're so damn funny. There's people, like the, the comedians on this, but I, sometimes I'm like, we can be making these. Like some, oh, yeah. there'll be moments and I'm like, that's a meme right now. Like the, you can't make that up and it's so fucking funny. And I just, oh, it makes me so happy. <laughs> it's, I think it's one of like the funniest things you can make fun of. Like, yeah, yeah. We have to make fun of ourselves mm-hmm. within this process regardless because there is some funny ass shit. Like it's ridiculous, but it's like, oh my God, I resonate so deeply with that at the same time. And yet it's so funny and so ridiculous. So like it can, both of those can exist right I can be like deep in the spiritual essence of something that's happening and then I can laugh my ass off about some of the circumstantial things around it say later because it is both of those get to exist at the same time we can make fun of ourselves and like lighten it up a little bit and it can be really deep and Mm -hmm. we can go in between these things so I think so too and I think um I think a lot of people really enjoy like the humor in it and I think it's oh yeah um, it's refreshing and I, I think it reminds us to not take ourselves so seriously sometimes because yeah, yeah. I think sometimes on these paths it can be like I can't do that I'm going yeah. through this death and rebirth and it's like it's like girl you're going beyond this path for your 80 something years on this planet if we're going to think like that and yet and yes that still gets to happen and be a part of the process of course that's what we're doing uh-huh. I think it goes back to the ego stuff though I think I when people too. I think when there's like a big offense or a big it's like where what, what's the ego doing in that because I feel like if we can laugh and lighten up about the process to an extent too it's like we it, there's a humbleness in that you know and there's a there's a lightness and a playfulness and yeah if we're taking it too seriously it's like I think we're kind of missing the point again of why we're doing it in the first place and I think there's a reason that we have like humor is such a big part of our life and what we have available to us for Mm -hmm. that specific reminder because at the end of the day like we are meant to like I think God is really funny because I think oh yeah that we are meant to be laughing and not take things quite so seriously oh definitely the spirit will do something and i'm like oh guys spirit like i like i like am joking i feel like with higher power all day of like oh yeah that's that's why i'm like giggling to myself at time people could be like this girl's nuts and i'm like i'm just laughing about what spirit's doing right now because i know there's some this... angels that, like just like <laughs> cracking up at the things that we're doing yeah, and like so good or like those memes that say like when your guide has like for the millionth time tried to see if that you're gonna pass the test and not fall for the same yeah it's like bitch we're gonna try this for the thousand time now what are you gonna yeah like those are all get me every time this is like what's going on in my head during the day where i'm just like this is too good like this is literally gold like is she gonna take the bait with this kind of guy again (laughs) (laughs) i (laughs) 
Oh my god, it's too good. This is what gets me. It gets me in this like giddy giggly state. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. We, I mean, I knew this was going to go in different directions, but this was so good and this was exactly what was meant to come through us and we went in so many different directions. Absolutely. Is there anything, I have a few last questions I ask every person, but is there any last like words of wisdom or anything else that you wanted to touch on to like leave them with? that you're like, ooh, I want to, I mean, we, we brought a lot of stuff to this conversation, obviously, but yeah. My last words, are, yeah, we truly did like touch on like everything you said we were going to talk on what's maybe been coming up for me, but I feel like we what did a, the whole spectrum of things, which yeah, is amazing. Yeah. And I, I think my last piece of just advice or mm. things that I've personally learned for myself is like, if there's something you really want to do, I think it's so important to go for it because mm. I think a lot of the times we really do get in our own way. I remember before the traveling initially started, mm. like that want of feeling like I really was supposed to be doing it and how amazing it would be, but just the blocks and the things that I would like come up with for why I couldn't do it mm. is it was a lot of getting in my own way. And so just for anyone listening, whether it's like career or a big life change or partnership or Mm -hmm. something you've been knowing um, or procrastinating for a while, I just like a reminder to go for it. Mm, I love that. And I think it goes back to what you were saying in the beginning too. You're like, yeah, like living life to the fullest. Like I think that's something both of us resonate with a lot of like, like I actually think it's ridiculous sometimes when we're looking at it's like, okay, we have this one lifetime. Of course, we have a lot of different iterations of the lifetime, but like this one lifetime that we're in, it's like, Oh, yeah, it's like, of course we want to live it to the fullest, and we are getting in our own ways if we're not allowing, but it's, like, very empowering to look at, like, it is, like, we can do this, you know, and if you feel it, there's a reason, and it's, like, lean in and see what happens when you surrender Mm -hmm. and not make it happen, like, what you did with this Costa Rica thing, like, that story, when you told me that, I was just, like, just goosebumps, because you were obviously meant to be here, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah, and I think... um with you know I get asked with the travels like oh my gosh I wish I could be doing that and I really want to tell people like if I could do it I feel like anyone really could make it because I never thought that would have been possible and so mm-hmm. yeah I just I think that we have a lot um and, and I, what I want to touch on is yeah. like people used to say this shit before like before I started traveling and I'd be like it's easy for you to say or yes. all the stuff and it's like that those are the blocks like I know both of us like mm-hmm. grew up in different circumstances like you said you weren't growing like I did not travel I have eight other siblings my family doesn't leave their 10 minute bubble mm-hmm. like I'm literally saying and I know you are too when you mean that if like if I'm doing this like but it, it will take some inner work it will take um, strengthening certain parts of yourself and letting go and like that is oh, it, yeah. it's a journey to it's not like oh yeah it just happened no, like it would yeah. but but it is possible exactly because and that's not just a line that people say that are doing it and I used to be like and that was of course trauma oh, and responses too, too where I it's like too. okay you know yeah but like how like I can't like look at my circumstance it's like these are limitations yeah, these are things absolutely. that we can actually dive into absolutely and I think you know yeah. the logistical and reasoning aspect that's all there as well mm-hmm. as along along with the like dreaming aspects mm-hmm. of things and I think finding that balance and I think um, really it's important to be honest that Mm. it does not mean it's like this uphill journey of just everything going right. Like, yes, when you see people's travel pics, it may look so incredible, and it is, but you don't really see the day-to-day 
hey, I got bitten by 30 mosquitoes today. And, you know, this crazy thing happened. There's so many unexpected things that come with so Oh, my travel. God. And so you much. know that very well being nomadic. And, so. and like, the, the challenges that I... But I, I always tell myself, I consciously choose this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I would choose it again and again and again, even in those moments where I'm like, whoa, like, are you kidding? Like, did that really just happen? Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, very out there and it almost makes me question it. But it's, like, it just in the moment, it's circumstantial. It's like, well, yeah, of course I'm choosing this type of lifestyle, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it can very easily look one way, but that's why people like us, like we speak to the humanness. Like that's what we exactly. spoke a lot of in the podcast because there is humanness. It's not just like, oh, like I need, that's the ego. So it's like, oh, look at what I'm, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, there's a lot of, there's like a human and stuff going on and everyone has that when either they share it or not. Absolutely. So, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for all your wisdom and your lived experience and vulnerability with like sharing more into your story and stuff because I know that takes courage to continuously keep doing it and I know it's going to inspire so many people um I do ask three last questions to any of the guests so the first one is what is bringing Julia in this present moment of time like the juiciest deepest fulfillment right now and that could be any area of your life or any anything really Mm. oh I love that question I would say um, where I'm experiencing the juiciest, deepest fulfillment Mm -hmm. is extending this Costa Rica trip. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I went back and forth a lot earlier about it. Mm. And then I was just like, why am I even questioning this? I know I'm not, like, ready to leave yet. And, Yeah. um, yeah, so I think... I just had this feeling that there's going to be things that take place in the next week that I'm like meant to be here for. And so I think it's going to be really juicy. <laughs> I love that. And your body knows it's back to like the body. It's like trusting that it's like, okay, I feel and it's like, obviously you don't, you don't know it's the unknown, yeah. but it's trusting like, okay, I love that for you. Hmm. What? So this podcast is called all of you, more of you, because I believe that's more of what the world needs what part of Julia are you bringing more to the table so that you can bring more of who you truly are to this world I think I'm bringing more to the table of really speaking on more about like the work that I do because Mm -hmm. I think I realized for a while and some of my friends have even mentioned this to me like we don't even really like know what you do because it just for a mm. while it wasn't something that I actively like talked about and I think yeah. that um, people like need to hear about this and just like the resources um, that are available to them for like a lot of the things that I spoke on in the, yeah. in the podcast and so yeah that's been mm. really big for me. I love that. And yeah, keep bringing it forward. I always say like the greatest, highest good. It's like bringing that stuff forward. Mm -hmm. It's your medicine. It's your Mm -hmm. magic. And thank you for bringing that onto the podcast. Cause yeah, I was even like learning within that and just hear like other people that can resonate. It's like hearing those resources and those, those avenues and what worked for you and the things that people can take from that collective. Mm -hmm. It's literally lived experience you had over the last few years. Like that is the most valuable thing I think that people can bring to this human experience because there's resonance but there's also support and we all have our own unique gifts in that and that's clearly one of yours you know so yeah amazing thank you so much yeah um so the last question 
is a lot of this is about community and collaborating. So how can people, I'm going to put this all in the show notes, of course, but like, how can they connect with you? They're like, wow, I'm fucking resonating with what this woman's saying. I want to maybe follow more of her journey, or maybe they even want to look into some of your resources or like they're maybe going through something similar. How can they connect with you? Yeah, I would say the best way I'm really active on Instagram. And okay, so perfect. yeah, my account is Joyful Life Julia and we mm. can drop that for them perfect. Um, as well. Yeah, I've, amazing. Yeah, I love love my little IG. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to put that in show notes for you guys. So if you want to connect to Julia's world, connect with her there. And yeah, because I feel like if anyone's resonating with like parts of the path, like I feel that's like a huge part of why I do this podcast. It's like mm-hmm. people will go in and they're like, oh my gosh, what are you talking I'm like, I talk about so many things because we're so multidimensional yeah. and everyone's going to resonate. Yes, there's like common threads and stuff, but like what you specialize it's different than my like someone's gonna resonate in here and it might it's gonna be the exact people that need to hear and then connecting these communities from all over the world I wouldn't be surprised also if we have like some layover community which we already kind of do now I think I saw mutual people when I followed you yeah well I mean like we both lived in Austin we both lived in Bali we both have been in Costa Rica like we even like now have kind of like overlapped a little bit so I'm just like I just love expanding on that because it's like the more common like-minded people that we can bring together in all walks of life, all parts of the world, it's like, like, dang, you know, like if someone knows Julia, then they're like, oh, well, I'll probably resonate something with Sarah or they know me and then they're hearing you and it's just like, then they can go into your world Mm and yeah, it's back to the community and the people piece, you know? So funny. My brother always jokes with me. He's like, all you hippies know each other. (laughs) Hippies, hippies, all the hippies, Jordan. Oh my God, that's so good. I love that. Oh, if you want to connect to more of the hippies, guys, you know, like you have both of our Instagrams now, so get in the world, whatever you want to call it, the the labels, you know, Mm -hmm. but that's so funny. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciated you like coming over here. She like tucked, tucked over and you know, you have your few days left and it's just like, I was like, damn, like I really resonated with that girl and I want to fucking hang out with her. And also I was like bringing people that I connect well with onto the podcast because I'm like, just your grounded like presence when I met you and just like the things you were sharing and passionate about. I was just like, oh my gosh, her energy needs to come into the podcast because it's like, it is that thing that's so much bigger than me that I just those magical beings that I'm just um, synchronistically put in like I mean we obviously were put in each other's path it was like after dance we were in line and then we had a mutual person like I was talking to someone that you knew from Austin and there were like these synchronicities and then all of us ended up sitting at that table together which was a very lovely group you know and it was so synchronistic and I was like blessing to have met you and yeah yeah. just incredibly grateful that you asked me to come on and yeah Mm -hmm. just the way everything flowed together is so meant to be yeah yeah and of course the cacao you know we always got to bring in the cacao it was so i felt it like immediately (laughs) my secret trick to getting everyone to be divine channels is the cacao you know i'll I'll make a little batch before i ask i'm like do you want some it was like getting a little later but i'm like no like we're gonna have this in flow for the podcast so anyways all right well thank you so much i'll put all of that in show notes and i love you guys so much and i will see you guys next week Hope you absolutely loved this episode that it was full of juicy wisdom and magic and impact to integrate deeper into your lives, your businesses, and your work on a daily basis. I would absolutely love if you enjoyed this episode. You can please leave me a review at the bottom and let me know what you took away from this podcast. If you're also feeling called to so we can spread more grateful to impact into this world, I
Lord out into this world. I would appreciate it so deeply. Thank you for being here on this grand adventure of life with me, and I'll see you next time. Sending so much love.